Have you ever seen a UFO? It's a question that propels us into the realm of the inexplicable, inviting contemplation of the uncharted territories beyond our understanding. Encounters with unidentified flying objects prompt diverse reactions. Skepticism, intrigue, wonder, and sometimes fear. These sightings often were counted as surreal experiences, challenge our conventional notions of reality. Witnesses describe ethereal lights dancing across the sky, strange aerial maneuvers defying known physics, and encounters that leave lasting impressions shrouded in mystery. Now, while some dismiss these sightings as misidentified natural or man-made phenomena, others remain resolute in their belief that these unexplained events signify something beyond our current understanding. UFO encounters transcend cultural boundaries, leaving a mark on those who claim to witness them while simultaneously fueling ongoing debates about the potential existence of extraterrestrial life and the mysteries of the universe. Now, how about some experiences from people who have witnessed these extraordinary objects in the sky? The first story is about a routine late night drive for a college student driving home from Indiana University who encounters an eerie sequence of events, leaving him grappling with an unanswerable question. What transpired over several hours that inexplicably passed for such a short drive? Stick around and find out. I can't say for sure what happened to me that night. But here is what I know. I was driving home for the weekend from school at Indiana University. It takes me about two hours to get home. I left Bloomington around 10 o'clock. And at exactly 10.53, I'm on a rural stretch of a two-lane highway. And I noticed what appeared to be flashing lights behind me. I thought, great, I'm getting pulled over. So I turned into the next country road about a quarter mile from where I noticed the lights. And as the car came to a stop, I started to open my glove box to get out my registration and my proof of insurance. And that's when the lights suddenly disappeared and no car drove past me. Now, here is where the story takes a turn for the weird. I'm sure you guys would think I'm just making it all up because it really does seem like something straight out of a typical UFO movie or story. But uh, the electronics in my car started to go haywire. The radio was randomly changing stations while the volume kept going up and down while the dome light and headlights started to flicker and turn off and back on. Now this was around 10.56 p.m. 
and I started to think to myself that my battery must be failing, or else I have a short somewhere in the electric system of my car. So I leaned down to pop the hood of my car so I could take a look at the battery, and that is the last thing I remember doing. The next thing I know, I open my eyes and I see nothing but the night sky full of bright stars. It was a cold night and it seemed like I had never seen stars that bright in my life. I sat up and looked around and I saw absolutely nothing. Nothing at all. I was in the middle of a field, surrounded by corn stalks left over from the recent harvest. As I started to come to my senses, I started to freak out. Where am I? Why the fuck am I asleep in the middle of a field? Where the fuck is my car? I got up and started walking toward the distant headlights I could see from a road about a half a mile away. And when I got to the nearest intersection, I looked at the signs which read 350 North and 50 West. It was a half a mile away from my car, which was right off the main road. And I started walking towards the headlights I could see on that road. And I can't say how long it took me to walk that half a mile, but it couldn't have been more than 10 or 15 minutes. When I arrived at my car, all the lights were out. My battery had died, which struck me as odd because I couldn't have been gone for that long. I looked at my phone, which was sitting on the passenger seat, and the time was 2.17 a.m. Over three hours had passed since I turned off into the side of the road for the flashing lights. And I remember sitting in my car completely dumbfounded, wondering what the hell had just happened to me. And after about a half an hour of just sitting there, I remembered that my battery was dead. So I got on the phone and called AAA to come out and give me a jump. And it took them about an hour to get to me since I was a good distance away from the nearest town during which time I just sat in silence, running through the possible scenarios in my head concerning what had just happened. And to this day, I couldn't tell you what really happened to me that night. All I know is that I can't think of any plausible explanation as to why I woke up over in half a mile away from my car in the middle of a cornfield for more than three hours after I'd stopped. I've only shared this story with one other person, and that person is my uncle. And I'm sure people would either look at me crazy or call bullshit on the entire story, and I can't blame them. If somebody came to me with a story like that, that so closely mirrors the stereotypical encounter story, I probably wouldn't believe them either. According to one commenter, Bloomington, Indiana is literally right on the border of the Eastern and Central Time Zone line. 
So it was a theory that perhaps time seemed to have jumped quicker due to the time zone change, as well as the brain possibly creating false perceptions of time without accounting for the time spent sitting in the car and calling AAA. However, the protagonist of the story protests that this is a routine drive that he makes often, and that routine drive never involves skipping an hour, and that his drive is actually away from the area where the time switches. The protagonist also claims remembering the time when they got to the car on the road after waking up in the middle of the cornfield. And the time lapse definitely occurred after he pulled off the main road. He didn't get home until 3 a.m. and the drive was usually about an hour and a half. However, another commenter claimed that if it was 2.17 a.m. in the field, there was no way he could have gotten home at 3 a.m especially after waiting around in the car, contemplating about the whole thing and also calling AAA. And that's when the poster of the story corrected himself and said that it was actually 4 a.m. when he got home. So take that how you will. Perhaps it was just a genuine mistake or that shaken detail may have made the story lose credibility. But moving on, one commenter claimed to live very close to the area only an hour north of Bloomington, and claimed that while they never experienced anything like the story, they did have childhood friends who lived in nearby farms, describe traffic lights completely shutting off for a bit, and weird objects flying around in the sky. Now while I haven't jumped the conclusion to the obvious theory that he was abducted by aliens, there's another interesting theory that seemed quite plausible and that it could have been that the phenomena was actually a lightning ball that formed after the lightning flashes occurred behind the car. And as the poster of the story pulled over, the lightning ball would run into the car, essentially frying the protagonist's brain, causing sensory and motor dysfunction, as well as memory loss which is why he wandered half a mile into the field and collapsed. And when he woke up, he couldn't remember what happened. Some commenters even suggested that the poster of the story not do hypnosis to regain his lost memories, because this opens up the possibility that a hypnotist can accidentally or intentionally plant an idea in his head forcing his brain to construct a memory that may likely be untrue. What do you think about this? Here's another experience mentioned in the same Reddit thread about a person's mom, posted by the user Slogfarts. My mom had told me about a similar experience she had as a teenager. She was driving home with a few friends from a small town approximately an hour away. And midway through the trip, one of them saw a flashing light in the sky behind them, changing colors and 
moving erratically, but they kept driving. But somehow the lights stayed right on their tail, no matter how fast they were going. Not long into the chase, the car's radio and lights, interior and exterior, started going haywire, flashing on and off while the radio played garbled noises. The engine abruptly died and all electronics turned off. And at this point, they were unable to start the car and the battery acted as though it had completely died. The light that had been following them disappeared as quickly as it had appeared and none of them got out of the car as they sat there presumably shitting bricks in the middle of nowhere and after a few minutes the lights came back on and they were able to start the engine at which point they drove the rest of the way home without incident i obviously have no way to validate any of this as it happened years before i was born elements of the story could have been exaggerated either as embellishment or as a result of how long ago it transpired. Assuming anything happened at all, but I will say that I've never known my mom to be the type to make something like this up. But then again, it was the 70s, so it's not out of the question that drugs were involved. And if this event did transpire as told, maybe some sort of ball lightning could be the source. I don't have any idea, but... I'd love to know what you all think about this. And here is another story of the weird town of Bloomington, posted by Quingong 000. Damn, Bloomington will do some crazy shit to you. Actually, one time I was driving back home from B Town and I thought I saw a truck stop in the middle of the interstate. I slammed on my brakes and almost wrecked, only to find out that there was no truck at all. I was just tripping out. But seriously, that place imparts weird vibes upon people. Our stories aren't even close to the only ones. I'm sure you've heard the others, as I have. Well, that's all for this episode. Just a little taste of Bloomington, Indiana. And I surely hope that I get some more stories about this particular area because it just seems so interesting. Do you have any strange stories of possible UFO encounters or strange lights in the sky and don't have an explanation for it? Or do you have any stories about the strange town of Bloomington? Because if so, I'd love for you to send them to Mike at the Scarecast.com or reach out to me on Instagram at the Scarecast. All info will be in the description of this episode. As always, if you enjoyed this episode, please leave a rating and a review to let me and others know what you think of this podcast. And make sure you follow me at the Scarecast on Instagram and TikTok. And I'm also uploading videos on YouTube again. So make sure you all stay on top of that. 
And as always, be safe out there. And until next time.